practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Recording. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Start over. All right, everyone, we got something a little different today, something uh, I've been hoping to do for a long time. We got friend to the pod, friend to me, friend to the world, not to the banking industry. Nope. Really special, great storyteller. Um, let's see, what else can I build up? Really um, uh, inspired, uh, informed, genuinely opinionated in the best way. Uh, does that sound right? Is that fair? Or is oh, that a dig? I, I, I think that's true. He's got an amazing story about a, a, a tool. I've already interrupted him. Uh, about a, a, what kind of tool is it? A, a handyman's tool. That's what a guy who doesn't use tools says. It's a handyman's tool. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, on the pod today is Mustang Pete. We're we're recording. T- <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we're sorry, coming I'm vacation Ocean Park. Please, sorry, Pete. Go ahead. Great introduction. You're a sweetheart, and I don't know if uh, all that's deserved. Um, but uh, uh, love you, love Meg, love the fam, and uh, I'm such a fan of the pod. Um, fan of uh, what you do. So um, this is thrilling. I'm thrilled. It's gonna yeah, and that was uh. Uh, I don't know if there was sarcasm there, but I already no, don't like no. it. <laughs> no sarcasm. I, I don't. I don't. I don't subscribe to that anymore. I don't have time for sarcasm. Do you subscribe to this? And it might get sarcastic. So I've been holding on to this, and when I saw it, I have a little letter that I got in the mail. Creditors have been like, not. Oh no, is a creditor somebody that comes after you for owing them something? Yeah. Who's somebody that solicits you to try and ruin your life? Um, a solicitor. <laughs> So okay, <laughs> solicitous people. So solicitous I got a, agencies. a solicitous piece of mail. I think it's actually made out to my wife, but they're like, "You're uh, married." Unfortunately, <laughs> hey, dad joke. Yeah, uh, I've been getting like these horrendous predatory lenders. That's it. That's a good one. But this is like, so I'm I'm pulling out this letter. This is like the most overt and amazing predatory letter i've received so it's from this place called southern finance it's actually located where we live in mount pleasant and i've never seen this (laughs) and as you can see i've i've written something on the bottom but so they attached an actual check and they're very clear to say you can take this to the bank right now this is your check and you can cash it it's yours you can have 725 dollars right now and then when you look at the fine print it is so sweetly absurd that. Uh, so, what, what do you think the APR is on this? What do I think Se- it is? Seven hundred twenty-five dollars. I thought this was illegal, but all right. Um, I I would say it's forty-two uh, percent. It's ninety-two point two percent. I was flabbergasted. They actually at had that. the gall to write that number. Isn't that? I thought that was illegal. Like I thought that, like the whole the whole setup of this. One, it's a check, so I feel like that's already like just dangling a lollipop over somebody that's, you know. Luckily, we're not, you know, uh, in dire straits or anything. But for somebody that like really needs to make the rent and all of a sudden a, a check that you can actually take the bank and cash it and you can pay your bills for that month. It, se- it seems like it's calculated to make it more enticing, the number even, seven, right. $725. Yeah. It's like, it's similar to what I pay in rent. Yeah. So I, I would assume that like single people who are most in need of credit and money yeah. look at that and are, are lured in, are right. lured in. This will get me out of a jam, but who can't pay back $725? A lot of people. Yes, but I'm saying when you see it like, ah, you know, a few months, something something will break. I'll I'll have a couple extra bucks here and then, or maybe I'm getting a little bonus or something. And then you paid off, but then you see that it's 92 point. By the time this is paid off, when you make your required monthly payments of $725. Of $100, you end up paying $375 in interest. Oh, my God. Well, you know, what's, uh, I mean, I hate to kind of get like political, but no, I'm that's, not... that's, that's okay. a big, I, I, I'd love for you to get political. I'd love for you to fill me in on what's going on. Well, it, it's it, this administration, um, has, uh, 
put in uh, instituted policies and uh, placed persons um, into agencies that were designed to protect consumers, designed to protect the environment, designed to protect students um, who have borrowed money, students who have just sought out an education. Um, but specifically, it has weakened something called the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Mm -hmm. um, the CFPB, started by Elizabeth Warren, she is a rock star. She is one of the smartest people in America. No one more knowledgeable when it comes to the financial history of America. Um, she simply believes that big banks and big institutions shouldn't be allowed to prey on the weakest <laughs> among us. Isn't she lying about being an Eskimo, though, or something? Um, uh, oh, she, then no, that's she, a spicy term. I, no, I no, do no. apologize. She, she's part uh, uh, monitor lizard. She, she, lied, <laughs> she, lied, she lied about that. She lied about oh, that. Yeah, yeah. She's part skink. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I, I, overblown. Overblown. I mean, I, uh, some of my dearest friends, and I can't believe they're, you know, they're not dear friends. They're people I know. You know, <laughs> sorry, friends. <laughs> you know, uh, Elizabeth Warren as a uh, as a Native American, right on the Facebook site, right on the Facebook site. You know, made her up like a Native American to to mock her. To mock oh, her. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, crazy, right? I mean, so when it comes to uh, and why is that mocking? You know what I mean? Well, I'm, I'm sure they didn't do it. <laughs> tastefully right <laughs> well um is she uh, for an older woman um i don't know she has good bone structure which speaking of bone structure that's like one of the phrases that got her in trouble really yeah because uh in her uh defense or explanation of her native Heritage, american yeah. yeah exactly uh she claimed that her mother or someone in her family uh said that because of her high cheekbones uh she was likely native american well that's old-timey grandma racism kind of <laughs> you got high cheekbones that's because you're a cherokee is it no no that's 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 basically phrenology <laughs> yeah exactly you got a soft spot on your head that's because you're an alcoholic <laughs> you're a drunk at five uh, I, real quick, I noticed, I did read this thing through. I think part of the, what you're talking about, there's something on here that I was flabbergasted about that now, um, they've either instituted or lessened or they're trying to, there's a thing called arbitration and this has something. So when you actually go to a judge and say like, Hey, or even if something goes on and you're like, Hey, these guys actually, cause a lot of times with these, you hear like, they're like. If you miss a payment by a day, they do like some scheming and they'll even get the, somehow they'll raise the 92 percent. You know what I mean? And you go like to the uh, what was it? CBC? Uh, CFPB. <laughs> the CBD oily salesman. Uh, you go to them and you say like, hey, you know, some bad stuff's going on. They're like, you can't take these people to court anymore. You can only take them to an arbitration meeting, which is uh, something that is specifically says in here must be set up by them and overseen by a judge they appoint yeah. or uh, overseer they approve. Yeah. Which is like it's it's the judge. It's the prosecutor. It's the whole system kind of in their favor and against yours. And let's be honest, somebody that needs 700, there's nothing wrong with being somebody that needs 725 bucks, but somebody that needs 725 bucks probably doesn't even have the extra free day to go to an arbitration hearing. Or no question. You know what I mean? No question. And the consequences of losing that hearing are staggering because once you get into the pocket, their pocket figuratively, it, you know, it's like the mob. You ain't never coming out. Right. You know? These guys are mobsters, right? They, they really are. They really are. They've rigged this financial system in their favor to prey on the hundreds of millions of people who need their services, who live at or below the poverty line, and these predatory letters like you just received. I don't know how common they are, but the CFPB, since the current administration has come in, has become weaker and weaker and weaker. There's this monster named uh, Mick Mulvaney. Uh -huh. um, he was uh, part of Trump's uh, inner circle. Um, he was the uh, director of the Office of Management and Budget, I believe. Sounds and made up. <laughs> <laughs> the name Mick Mulvaney sounds. You're made right. <laughs> what do it you think? It sounds Eric? a little like sexual, right? Um. Vaney. <laughs> 
Is that just me? Is it early in the morning? Do I need more coffee? <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's got a reputation on Capitol Hill for. <laughs> so um, he's been placed. Um, in charge of the CFPB um, for a time. Now, there's a new director, but every director they put in uh, to head up the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, um, an organization designed to protect people. It came about after the 2008 uh, global depression um, as a result of millions of people losing their homes, millions of people losing their life savings. Elizabeth Warren set this thing up when she was still a professor and uh, people who believe uh, I don't I don't like using labels, people on the right conservative, I don't like using these labels but there's a lot of people who believe that big business is the salvation for this country and yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and there's a lot of people who among the electorate really um, believe that message and it resonates with them what they don't understand is that this agency specifically is protecting them so that when they favor a weaker CFPB, that's when you see more and more of these 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 predatory messages, these $725 checks, because it right. becomes easier to send them out once the regulations sure. become weaker. I saw it like when you, like well, yeah, with people the the big banking, it's like how do you not light like a building on fire when i was hearing about 2008 <laughs> like uh, a friend a friend of mine from uh, used to come in the bar uh he used to do graphic design for the bar i think you you know him uh taj sure uh his he's from detroit he's from, or from michigan outside of michigan his dad worked for ford for his life back when ford used to, back when the the that industry could offer uh a, a working I, I'm going to say man because they probably uh, show it against women, but it could <laughs> offer a, a working individual enough of a wage and a potential for retirement and this and that and the ability to have a house and a car and raise a kid. Anyways, he did that. He worked for them for like 45 years. Wow. He retired wow. in like 2007. My gosh. And then lost every, lost his entire pension. Everything. Everything. Like had to go work at Staples. How do you not light... How do you not like Detroit? Um, you know what I mean. Or how do you not eighteen twelve the White House when that happens? Uh, yeah, it's 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 the behavior of the largest institutions uh, was appalling. But what's even more shocking is that they paid no consequence. Well, yes, I mean we can go on and on about right. that, which is really something I can do. But what you just said, why we haven't eighteen twelve? You right. know, like where's the? Why aren't we? You know. Short memories. Why aren't we? Yeah, very short memories. Very short memories. Is that it? And I think it's part short memories. I think it's part um, fear. Maybe, maybe, and it's also the you know the pace that we live at. You know, we still have to consider our families and our 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 homes and our mortgages and our cars and our bills. And um, I know uh, I I can tell you something uh, uh, from my own family. Um, They received a mortgage. Um, just before the world crashed, um, yeah. from Wells Fargo, right? And uh, Wells Fargo was one of uh, several banks that were uh, uh, they were part of a collective class action, wherein they had to set up a fund to reimburse people who had been preyed upon. Mm-hmm. So uh, m- my family was uh, uh, part of it. They could have been part of the class action, and yet they didn't. They didn't participate, and I, I even gave them the paperwork. I said, this is what you need to do. They have three kids. They have a house. They have a mortgage. They have a life, and it, it really does just come to time. They didn't have the time to, to fight. Yeah, uh, I, and I, I feel like – but I feel like where's the unified front? Like if – yes, you – don't worry about paying your bills. Like if all of us in unison was like – we're not paying our fucking bills anymore. I don't know if the world would explode, but most likely, you know, the people that would remain on the side of the establishment, 
if your entire block said, we're not paying our car payments mm-hmm. anymore. You guys fucked us. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see what happens to that repo <laughs> man that shows up. <laughs> You're going to take my car? I'm going to throw a brick at your fucking mom. <laughs> <laughs> so what it comes down to is, is, is fewer people willing to, you know, throw bricks. Yeah, where's the bricks? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I take mean, your house apart, Britt. You want to take my house? Go ahead. I'm currently taking it apart brick by fucking brick. <laughs> and you can have it, but you're going to have to rebuild it on your own lawn as I th- as I throw it at your Honda Civic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just more. In, like, they're doing, if, if we don't see what's happening to the average person, the average is is working class spicy? I don't think so. I think in a, in a world where we have an administration that looks down upon uh, people that don't have quote unquote wealth, working class to some people may be seen as like a lesser than categorization. We're yeah. literally in the eighteen like we're in the we're back in the eighteen twenties where they're like peasants. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, America has become a fiefdom. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, but so what they're doing, even though it's it's we were talking about it last night, like it's crimes out in the open, it's immoral behavior, but it's all out in the open. But really, it is insane behavior. It's it the what they're doing is a level of insanity because it's so extremely hurtful. It's like why don't we just counter it with genuine in, insane action? Do you mean a rational response to the insanity? That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, well, I, I think there's the, the immediate reason, and uh, that comes to mind is that in the past, when these movements have been successful, um, when we think about um, civil rights movement, when we think about um, a, a major political figure, oh, sweetie. I'm just saying. Worked up. Just saying. Worked up. (laughs) Saying hello to Ruby. Um, There's been one unifying figure um, that's been uh, at the forefront. God. (laughs) Moses. (laughs) Yeah, the Moses of. I'm I'm not going to get you. I'm getting you sidetracked. No, go ahead. The Moses of of today would have a one of those big like douchebag watches on one of the big goldies on is coming down from the mountain what time is it it's time for lobster baby god i hate moses time for i don't know that's like that's my cartoonish version of well are still people still into moses i am i'm there's probably some moses fans out there why not yeah although you know the more and more things come out the more and more you're like What'd that guy say? <laughs> like <laughs> big time show. Big What'd time he do to his kid? <laughs> you must that? spank your child for me. <laughs> he, how old? How old were the women he was dating? Oh, Moses. Oh, are we slander? Is Moses? He's like, hey, I don't date women. What are you I, talking about? No, I think I just said did. sex with young boys. Oh, right, 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 right. That's I just forgot that story. You're right. Yeah, they're oh, very. I, young see, I hear thunder coming now. Oh, okay. I meant the thunder of the Lord. What did you say about <laughs> Moses? Well, we will be smited. Smited? Smote. Smote? Smote? That's, okay, I got you a, a sidetracked. But it's all right. You. Sing- Moses. Well, singular figures. Oh, yes. Who's in? Who's the one figure in the center of all this? Yeah. And it's not the Lord, our Savior. Well, it ought to be. And I better not hear you blaspheme any, any, fur- <laughs> any further, Hans. Better not. Um, at the center of all of this, um, I'm afraid to say the only person that still comes to mind is Elizabeth Warren. Do you okay. think? Do you think anyone can actually beat Trump? Um, uh, currently, no. Yeah, yeah. There's no one that can. And why do you think that's true? What are your thoughts on it? Because he has the best uh, propaganda. Propagandic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is why, because I'm an because people on my side are all morons like me. No. Like, oh, God. Uh, he has the best uh, propaganda machine in the country behind him. He has a foreign entity behind him that's already been uh, – it's already been shown to be currently in the works of meddling with 2018. And if, it's, if 2018 doesn't go a certain way, which a lot of people seem to think it does, but these are the same people that thought 2016 was going to go the right way and only jerk practice yeah. called it. 
we were calling out old Hillary for yanking interns, cocks, and spitting on puppies. We knew what she was up to. Only we called the Trump, the Trump election. But these are the same people that they they, they say blue wave, and and I really want to believe that. And I'm certainly gonna. There's it's it is time to go out there. I'm getting predatory lender. Yeah. But it is time to go out there and, and thinking, say, you know what? Do I, got, do I got 20 bucks? Can I give five bucks to this district? Can I give five bucks to this district? Oh, interesting. And if a lot of people did that, you're going to get a lot of shitty emails, by the way, guys, if you yeah. do that. Yeah. But it might be worth it this time. But do I think – I think 2018 might not go the way a lot of people on uh, the reasonable side of things think it might go. I don't think 2020 is going to go anyway. It, it – and – um, he's he's already like muddy in the waters. The f- we have a president Go ahead. of the United States, and there's many things we were talking about. We couldn't even think of. We're like, what's the least egregious thing Donald Trump has done that if Barack Obama had perpetrated it, the world would explode? I said, and we're like, I we said waking up, but yeah, we couldn't that we couldn't think of something that was le- Donald Trump and the words least and egregious. Is like an oxymoron because yep. like everything he's done is is insane. He stood up next to a foreign adversary yep. and took his side over our intelligence community. He winked at him, and nobody, you know, yeah, lit the lawn on fire. Like nobody, re- like really reacted because that's just like business as usual, right? Like that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. It, it, that's the new normal. We have a president on tape. And and people can do what he people can. We already knew Donald. If you didn't know Donald Trump was a scumbag, and it's too bad that people, even before he was running for president, um, idealized him or ideologued him, whatever, mm-hmm. for being a scumbag. Yep. He's yep. cool. He fires people. That's not cool. Have it's you not, been fired? It feels bad. It feels really bad. Have you been on the other side where you have a boss that makes you fire someone? That feels even worse. He enjoys it. Yeah. He, That's. Real sick shit, and people, um, uh, people support him for it. People admired him for it. So, anyways, so we he was never known to be a moral person, even mm. though like his yeah. religious base is. I mean, come on, those. I mean, we're bombing the wrong churches. Don't <laughs> take me to task there. But I'm just saying the fact that they're turning a blind eye for what, like. Is he giving churches tax breaks? Like, where are – oh, I guess they're on the side of, like, pro-life kind yeah, of thing. Is that yeah, why it, they're supporting it, him? It's entirely okay. a, a pro-life thing. It's Because he's on tape paying off a woman that he slept with while his current third wife was pregnant. And that's not for me to judge. No. But then he lied and said he didn't do it. You right. know what I mean? I mean, there's and one – And he's on tape doing it. Yeah. There's one thing to be, you know, a to do it. Yeah. yeah. And then another thing to – I don't know. Uh, to lie about a white president—that's <laughs> another thing. We're the new normal is that it, as Stephen Colbert, somebody once said very recently, it's just another Wednesday right, when these things right. happen, and uh, it, we have uh, two more years of this, and he's just going to keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger because we're going to be—I I believe the will to rise up is going to, I don't know, uh, diminish. Oh, desensitized. Yeah, yeah, I think it's as a result of becoming more and more desensitized to it. Um, are you still, are you still shocked? Are you, are you still shocked? When that you he's he- president? No, I- well, when, when, when you hear a brand new, uh, atrocious statement. I am, yeah, I am, too. but we were just, what were we just talking about? And we were like, oh, we were talking about the tape last night, what we were just talking about now. And we were like, oh, yeah, that was three days ago. And I had to like – I was like, wow, I hadn't thought of that in two days. <laughs> right, right, right. It's, Whoa. That's t- crazy. The fact that that's not on the front page of every paper. But it, I don't even know if it made the front page because it probably happened after the 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 newspapers came. And this is me, old-timey newspaper. After <laughs> the old print. nickel boys were out there. <laughs> extra, extra. <laughs> President shoots man and – Taint. New- <laughs> Taint. <laughs> newsies, newsies. Yeah, can you? That would be, that's actually a funny idea mm. of the extra, extra boys, the newsies, but in the era of Donald Trump, and they just have to like straight face it, you know, like. What do you mean? Like, well, uh, like, what are what are the scandals? Like, oh. extra, extra, Donald Trump eats porn star's butthole. 
He says no. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani claims. Rudy Giuliani. Is, that's just, see, that's he's he's a in. I think to any sensible person, he's a legitimate Looney Tune. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he should be in the hen house with Foghorn Leghorn, and it wouldn't look abnormal. I say, I say, Rudy, <laughs> come on out. He's, his face is becoming more and more pulled back, and his eyes are growing wider and wider um, with every new interview. Um, he's looking particularly ghoulish, um, yeah. you know, uh, every time he gets on television. Um, I, I think it was, uh, I think there's no one, no lawyer certainly more uh, inherently evil than Rudy Giuliani right yeah. now. Um, that he, number one, defends Trump, but wanted the job of yeah. defending Trump. Um, anyone who wants that is, uh, I, I don't know quite what they're after at this point. What's he got to prove? Right. Um, but there's, I, I don't know what type of a person so late in life says, I want that job. I just want to be in the like public eye. So I see this. I was actually thinking about this. Um, like... Rudy Giuliani, I can, I can see the image. So he's most notably known for um, being the savior of nine eleven. Yeah, he acted appropriately and, and right. But um, don't you see his legacy? We're gonna get interrupted here. All right. Uh, was I? Here's where I was going with that. Um, I, I don't. I was. I. So what I think should. Shame these people. Rudy Giuliani we're talking about specifically. Here's what I think of with him specifically. I picture his legacy and it's him with his image of him and he's he's kind of covered in the dust from 9-11 and mm. he's he's powerful and you see the the towers have collapsed and his, he unified the countries on SNL. We can laugh again. I see that's the the like a bifurcated image like mm. him and the and the towers or whatever mm. and i see those towers fading away and then donald's trump's fat sausage face with a nose and mouth on it replacing it like that's his legacy to me now and i think it is his legacy because it's just really permeated his essence right like 9-11's gone like shouldn't that like can somebody go up to his face and go your 9-11's gone <laughs> Trump. That's what you get. And, 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 and it should shame him, but it doesn't because he's such an egotist. But I see that as this. Like, here's what should be the ultimate. Like, this could change the world if they listen to the podcast mm, and then first. I went up to them all every episode. Right. And then I went up to them and I said, I'm better than you. They go, what do you mean? I go, I'm a better person than you. Yeah, we're better. I'll be remembered in a better light than you. They should go, oh, my God. Is that true? Rudy, is that true? Is, he, is this is this creep a better guy than me? And, go, and then somebody else will go, yes. And then that should make them go like, oh my God, let's give all our let's give all our money to the alms. Let's because that's how you say things like that. Let's alms. give all our alms to the money. They go, well, he's still better than us? Yes, he doesn't even know how to form sentences. Despite his syntactic. That should weaknesses. that should cause them alarm, but it doesn't. Yep. Because they're in such a in such a um, sea of raspberries. Mm. That oh. oh, very good. It's a nice metaphor. Sea of raspberries. Sea of raspberries, mm-hmm. and they're slowly, mm-hmm. you know, they're just oblivious because of the sweet tastiness, the the tart treats. You know, <laughs> they making raspberry pies. Mm. Yeah, they they taste good now, but what's the legacy of those raspberry pies? We won't know what. History will how they'll view this period of time till years later. I mean, right? Whether these are going to be viewed, these figures, these Trumps, these Giuliani's, you know, these people are going to be viewed as monsters. Something really bad, I think. And this is not out of the realm of possibility. Things have to get exponentially. From our viewpoint, you can't. You're right. You can't. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Right. right. You can't see, but like for this period to be seen as like. A quaint, you know, uh, beginning of a of a new century. Like we look at like the nineteen tens, like dancing to the Victrola, everybody's doing the jig. Like for them to look at this time now and see like skeet skeet, Trumpy Trump, and like be like, what an innocent time. Things have to get bananas insane. 
right? Even, even worse. Don't yeah. you think? Well, I don't know. This period of time, um, where I had I had a thought and I was just about to uh, to run with it. Um, but yes, here it is. Um, there have been periods um, where a country has gone through like a collective sickness, a collective illness. Sure. And it, it, it's uh, viewed several years later from the vantage point of hindsight as, uh, as a true uh, atrocity, calamity. I'm thinking about countries that have engaged in acts of genocide right. and, you sure. know, done horrible things with their people. And uh, we're, we're not, you know, thankfully at that point. Um, but our thinking is sick. In, yeah. in other words, ill. In other words, it's it's a sickness. Sure. Um, that, like you said, we're not rising up. We're not organizing. We're not standing up to this uh, this menace. Um, and that is a collective sickness. That is, it's a result of many, many things. But we're not doing that, which we have to do as a society to protect ourselves because people think the EPA, I'm sorry, this is a tangent that I've... Uh, tangent away. Thank you. So um, people, uh, there's many in uh, on the right, Republicans, and it just it, in our electorate who believe that the EPA what they do is restrict business to keep their profits down. Right. And you hear that a lot. The EPA the stopped... environmental... <laughs> Let's, maybe that's, that's an issue, too. Abbre- yeah. and, and I don't... No. I just is abbreviating things to that effect. Sure. Environmental Protection Agency to protect our environment... It sounds like such an idiot. It sounds like no, I'm, no. I mean, but I, like I'm to sure protect that. the only thing that keeps us standing upright. Yeah, yeah. They that say, th- that thing. That thing. Right. And it's the thing that also keeps us and our children from you know dying of respiratory diseases and protects our rivers from being poisoned. Um, because the more lax regulations become, the more uh, uh, easy it is to. Uh, in favor of profits mm-hmm. to screw over the environment. And it's not a loss of profits, right? It's a, uh, like these guys don't, they're not trying to protect like, like as though, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of as though Exxon is going to lose money. They just won't make that extra hundred million on their bill. You know what I That's mean? That's true. That's true. But I'm thinking even more of like, um, like coal companies, like uh, there's this fellow named Murray, uh, Bob Murray, I think okay. his name is, uh, one of Trump's biggest supporters. He's a, a billionaire, a coal magnate. He's got strip mines in many, many states. Magnate. Uh, magnate. magnate. That's still a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's still a thing. He's, <laughs> he's He is like the prototypical double fat white. Right, exactly. Magnate is the fattest of whites. <laughs> really, like that term. Insert item. Insert necessary item to live, and then add magnate, and you see a fat white that just hoards life. Basically, like he should live on that planet from Total Recall, like air magnate, <laughs> soy magnate. Right, <laughs> and you know, like you don't want to be introduced. Like this is. Tony Daniels, <laughs> he's the soy magnate. You just go, oh, why did I come to this party? It's going to be so boring. There's a, there's been this piece of paper going around the EPA. It came out in a, uh, in a hearing with uh, um, uh, Scott Pruitt, the uh, former uh, EPA <laughs> a... administrator. He's a gem. He, I could see me like. I I could I could sit in a room with Scott Pruitt because you could sit I mean, in a room with him. I could sit in a, and, and I'm not going to defend him, but I will defend like like he is cuckoo out of his mind. I guess if I was as evil as him, I would do just as evilly mm. things sure. and then also be as like like crusty as him like like the, he got kicked out of an apartment for not paying his two hundred dollar rent. Like they were literally like, uh, "Scott, you need to go." He's like, "No." He took a mattress off the street. He's like, "What do you mean? It's a good mattress." So he's doing that, and then that in juxtaposition with 
he built a $50,000 like bulletproof phone booth. It's <laughs> 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 just in his office. He's like, you guys like my phone booth? Yes, yeah, Scott. What is it for? <laughs> I don't know. You like my mattress? What smells? <laughs> He could have gone to Jordan's. Could have gone right. to. So I could sit in a room with him just to talk mattress. Because I'd be like, you know what? What made you pick that mattress over that couch? Because <laughs> I in... saw you left the couch. Because <laughs> maybe he knows a thing or two about mites that I don't know about. You, you think he's him... interesting? Yeah. You could... Well, you could inform me about garbage because <laughs> he's a human piece of garbage. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Who better than? Oh yeah, he's literally like you see in cartoons, like. Those dogs putting on an overcoat to sneak into a movie theater. He's literally sacks of garbage in a suit with worms wriggling through as he sneaks into the White House. (laughs) The stink lines. (laughs) Are you garbage, Scott? And of course, that's the best name a sack of garbage would give itself because it's so unassuming. It is. He wouldn't give his name. Like, what's a garbagey sounding name? I hate to harp on Tony again. Go ahead. Garbage sounding. And I love Tony's, but I and I guess uh, you could just see a. This isn't fair, but I here a, in a fictional world in 1978 in the Bronx, you could see a garbage man named Tony. You don't see your garbage man like, "Hey, Scott, how are you?" There's several now named Tony. I mean, sure, and there's nothing wrong with that. Of course but, not. But a sack of garbage in an expensive suit. Of course, he's named Scott. Scott sounds like a voice, a sound you make when you're clearing your throat. Right, you know, Scott. <laughs> I mean, that's so it is. There's an appropriate name for uh, the type of individual he is, given his just filth and depravity and um, lack of compassion for right. humans, for the literally not just humans, but humans and everything they come into contact with. Yeah, that's true. It's it's a disdain actually for all that which is around him. So what makes, I guess it's money. Like, that's how corruptible money is. Because I yes. was going to say he's a Jupertonian or something. Like, like it could only be an alien that would be like, I, I care nothing for those that breathe, including the plants. Yeah, it's, it's true. I mean, what, what kind of a person says, huh, that river's a little too clean for my liking? Not even that. Like, fuck rivers. <laughs> <laughs> Like, who needs them? Right. Like, in other words, like, who needs them? Yeah, who needs rivers? They go, Scott! <laughs> Scott! Are you garbage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, like, he's a Captain Planet villain. They're like, to- who are we fighting today, Captain? Some guy that wants to get rid of rivers. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Like, it, like he, he was trying to get rid of rivers. What do you mean, like, the... Like the the waterways through through which we get our sustenance, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, so he is he is despicable, um, but he's just one of oh, man. so many despicable characters on the bottom of the totem pole. Sure, really, right? Yeah, Isn't yeah. He an old Koki mm, brother. He, well, guy? Uh, he was uh, attorney general of Oklahoma, mm-hmm. um, and he had uh, several. Pending lawsuits against the EPA when he oh, that's right. when You're he right. joined it, um, so there's no conflict there. No, no conflict of interest. It's a, he, he's he's an unbiased uh, um, actor in favor of all that is good um, for the planet. He wants good things. Do you think he's going to reap any negative consequences now that he's been shamed and fired? I think he will earn hundreds of millions of dollars um, in consulting fees Mm -hmm. and um, uh, lobbying fees. Um, I think the contacts he's made, being in the head of the EPA, uh, are going to set he and the next six or seven generations of his family up uh, to live in comfort um, in their, uh, you know, uh, bubble bubble homes because you know the air will be too polluted to breathe regular right. air by atop that point. there atop there dump heap it's gonna cause he needs that hundreds of millions of dollars because to buy a gold watch that big to fit over that hefty bag arm i mean come on it takes a lot of links in that band just a sack of garbage with an expensive watch on it oh that's a funny icon Scott. um so, um, well, okay, all right. So I took you in the realm of politics because because I enjoy talking politics with you. But you and I have also 
uh, known each other a long time, had some of uh, my most unique and and um, fun experiences, and we had uh, an an amazing experience. And I, and uh, I don't think I've ever talked about it on the pod. We went to the uh, where did we go? The, oh Lord. Are you the, talking about the uh, Federal Reserve? Yeah, Federal Reserve. Oh, God. Federal Reserve. So, which is amazing. Always wanted to go because it's essentially a pretty locked down facility. Oh, God. Yeah. So, you sign up and you do have to sign up early and it's Very. a plus one and they, they potentially do a background check, correct? Oh, there's no potential. I mean, they, they know who you are, what you've done and where you've been before you set foot in the building. Well, we got the Dr. Toilet of background <laughs> check guys because he did, clearly didn't check enough. I don't know, old Pete over here. Did the second time. Because we go in. First of all, we had to find our way in, right? We mm-hmm. kind of do we circle the circle the building a few times. Right. Go in. Facial scan, right? Um, yep. Yep. Body yep. scan. Yep. Go, oh, this is intense. And it was to get more intense because which is why I love you. You're a passionate guy. What we sh- people should be more passionate for. And this old tour guy didn't know what she had coming. <laughs> Well, no, um, and it, it's 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 interesting. And full disclosure and total honesty, I did not think that day was going to end up as it as it turned out to be. No, no, no. It, but it, it did. It, 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 which, which again, it should, you should. Uh, what do they call it? Upturn In, the orange tree. Uh, Apple cart. Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Jupitonian. <laughs> Words up. Sounds. Uh, but what's so interesting is it's literally an institution that, uh, like, it well, should just be a, a dildo on fire going into the buttocks of the American people. It is because already. it's just they're screwing people. But what they do as a, a flashy front is they take you 18 leagues under the sea and show you a gold brick, and everybody's like, Ah, Ooh, let me look through the bars at all the gold. <laughs> through the bars. Through the bars. They put you in a cage. They do. They and do. show you gold that you can't touch. <laughs> That's do insane. Do you remember the uh, the the vault door that swiveled to permit our entry into the gold vault? Right. The airtight <laughs> swivel vault door that we all stepped through as a group and then right. emerged. On the other side. So there's the flashy show. Meanwhile, as um, what's his name? Danny Diamonds. He's got like a perfect name to be a scumbag. <laughs> Jamie Diamond. Jamie Diamond. Yeah. Jamie Morgan Dom- Chase. Diamond. Diamond. D i m o n. Sounds very close to Diamond. It ought to be right. It might as well be. So, but he's literally in an office upstairs, yeah. touching fingertips oh. together oh. as we're like, oh. Every senator kisses that pinky ring. Right. I mean, anyone in the House of Representatives kisses that pinky ring. And we're sitting in a room going, do you know where we make the money you can't have? (laughs) Tuskegee, Illinois. For all of those who don't know, uh, the Federal Reserve lends every dollar the United States uses. Okay. And uh, they do so by accepting treasury bonds from the United States government. And uh, they will then create money out of thin air, lend it to the United States, and every dollar that they do lend is attached uh, to uh, – debt is attached to it. Um, so we're going to be in perpetual debt. So um, – and for those of you who further don't know, the Federal Reserve uh, banking system uh, is not a governmental agency. Um, okay. Yeah. Because it sounds very government Oh, sure. Mental. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Added like, one too many syllables, but like, show him the gold again. <laughs> we have to wear special gloves for it. No, it's true. <laughs> that guy who oh, do, you, do you remember the scale? Do you remember the uh, the scale where they weigh the gold? No, I I I, they, <laughs> I was too busy seeing the guards slowly form behind me. All right, we'll get to that though. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But um, in in uh, in keeping with the uh, the front, the show yes. of the Federal yep. Reserve, um, there's there's an enormous scale that's like the size of a den. Okay. And uh, they weigh out they weigh out the gold, and uh, the tour guide the first time I was there maybe he didn't say when you know we were engaged in other matters sure. when you and I visited. Um, he said the guy who fixes that scale has a job for life. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, there's one guy who fixes it, and he's set up for life. 
Um, it's such a it's such not archaic, but just the whole concept of money and finance is bizarre to me. And it could be because I don't have money or I didn't go to school for money. Mm. But I, I'm it, it just seems like it goes back centuries of just shiny objects that technically have no meaning, but we've given it meaning because literally it was these cages and like, am I crazy? And, and like they had bricks on like um, carts, bricks of gold on carts and that like literally they're like uh take that cart over to china's cage uh take that cart out of argentina and put it over in uh, peru's cage and that's all that happens all day and you're like but what's happening but what is happening is like the what's attached to the 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 people humping gold underneath the crust of the earth are people right. being murdered yeah. up above Yes, in like weird wars to keep like, uh, they killed some leader in Chile. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like, like what's, what's happening here? The engine, like, the engine starts again and right. money is then moved again. Yeah. Um, so it's did the you, show. Yeah. Right. Did you know that? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I guess I, maybe we should set it up a little bit, but, um, uh, that was the second time I had been to the federal reserve bank of New York when, when we visited, um, and when we walked through, I knew that something was up because the first time I was there, I was alone and yep. I was greeted by the crusty, you know, old tour guidey security guard who was like, you here to see the coin collection? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they got a big coin back there. <laughs> and that was interesting. Um, but we, I received a, a, a tourist's welcome. Sure. <laughs> Um, uh, you may not have noticed. I definitely did. When we walked through, there was no one greeting us. We were ushered to the right, as I recall. <laughs> the opposite way. Right. We weren't even told when the tour began. Oh, yeah, right. We were. They just kind of hustled us into a group. Yeah, I was like, is the tour starting? They're like, oh, no. I'm like, tour's started. No, no. No. Let's go. Let's go. So we passed through the metal detectors and joined the group that was already in progress. Um, and it could be my imagination, could be my cynical nature, could be the fact that I'm slightly paranoid, but I don't think it's any of that. Right. When I uh, when I first spoke up and asked a question, um, yes. our tour guide, um, I, I think it was about um, uh, probably. Uh, uh, Peak employment. She mentioned the term peak employment and that the Federal Reserve uh, understands uh, that employment levels won't ever go down to zero. And so they assume that if it's at a level that's, and I forget the figure right now, um, then it's perfect. It could be like 2.3%. Mm -hmm. Like 2.3% of the population will always be unemployed. Because they are infirmed, because they are uh, too elderly, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they accept that. Um, and I, I raised the question. Um, so I, the question I raised was, so is keeping unemployment down the Federal Reserve's number one priority? Um, is that what, you know, J.P. Morgan Chase wakes up in the morning thinking of <laughs> and uh immediately our tour guide who i later find out is a, a phd candidate in uh, economics uh -huh. jumped all over it but then I, I don't know if any of this is like clear to you or you remember it but i just jumped all over her retort i i remember because yeah. all i heard from behind us was <laughs> they pulled out Tony and the Bruiser. Wow, that's like my fifth Tony today. No, that's all right. I mean, he's you know when he's not hauling garbage in the Bronx, he's guarding the bricks. That's probably he wasn't there because they called him. He was like, "This guy just called me human garbage." My name's Tony. I'm Italian. Fuck. I hold a respectable job in sanitation. God. Um. So it. it so the tour. Uh, essentially became a protest yes yeah i was there i wasn't anticipating it neither was i, I. enjoyed it thank you um i like that you spoke up i did feel like we, we talked about like why don't people like speak up more is literally because by the end of the tour one any question that was lobbied was completely ignored yep. it was like it literally wasn't like call your senator which is such a shitty thing to say yeah um uh no answers but we were in close proximity when we took a step left 
the four guys behind us took a step left as they slowly formed a uh side by side like line for us to march through like we were noble gentry to the exit to the alley we were being shown the door very much so um and i i don't know one of my proudest moments i think um was flummoxing the tour guard tour guide excuse me to the point where she got on the wrong elevator do you remember that yes that's right and we were alone on the elevator with her and i peppered her with questions she was hitting every button. That's right. Oh my god! I you were right behind her. She, we probably walked by her in the alley smoking a. She's like, I don't. I guess I smoked today. Oh, my life is a shame. Well, the reason I did it, I was really, uh, I, I was furious at the time. Uh, generally speaking, about. Um, the state of our economy and how much control, how much power the Federal Reserve has. Mm-hmm. I was uh, just growing more and more alarmed that there wasn't more public awareness. Um, and I said to the tourists, the German tourists, who were like, I don't know, I they were speaking up. They're like, you know, shut up. You know, we're trying to enjoy the... Oh, yeah, that's right. They were like... That's a $13 bill, Fräulein. <laughs> So it was literally the end of the tour. Couldn't have been more lackluster than ever. They were like, here's a dollar bill from 1923. Here's a dollar bill from 1924. Here's another bill from 1924. But you see the numbers? They're in succession. It's like, fuck. Hang on. I'm going I'm, I'm to ask some questions here. And uh, so we went right back to the, uh, to the peppering of the questions. And, you know, the reason I did it was because... Citizens don't get the opportunity to speak to the Federal Reserve. Right. We don't get the chance. And so this is our representative, the tour guide. Yeah, sure. The only representative of the Federal Reserve speaking on its behalf to the public. And that's why I did it. Well, that, as I recall, that was the one where even I was like, because there was a moment where I was like, Pete, <laughs> I'm trying to look at... Who knew James K. Polk was on a coin? <laughs> but there was a moment where you were like, all right, I understand. You know, you're not allowed to answer my question. Who can I ask in the Federal Reserve? And she, I think she was like, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, <laughs> like, finally, she was flushing up. She's just like, there oh isn't God. a number you oh can God. call. Yeah, there is right. no email. You're right. Yeah. At the and very, I was like, at- oh. Oh. <sighs> yeah. There is no, there There's is no representation. No, no, there there's isn't. taxation without representation in this goddamn country. Wait, what? Where what? was I with that at the time? <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. And again, even by the time I raised my hand and they could have called on me, I'd have been like, "What was I going to say? <laughs> Can I touch the gold?" Well, by that time they had the rifles trained on us, right? You know, yeah, yeah. we were we were escorted out. But yeah, that, that that was an interesting time of protest. Yeah, um, yeah, um, to lighten it up. Mm. Well, not that it needs to be lightened. Did you want to? You want to cap that? No, um, you know, I think you did it very well with uh, the, uh, with how, uh, 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 how futile in in a sense it was. Um, however, uh, you know, edifying personally it was to take a stand, um, uh, but the futility of it was uh, was not lost on you when she was like. There's no one else to talk to. Right. This is it. She's like, I'm going to go on break in 15 minutes and eat noodles. Do you think anybody even knows I'm here? In fact, I wouldn't have been surprised if she just went, <clears throat> and we were just, like, the facade just faded away, and we were in a cave somewhere in Chechnya. What the fuck happened? She just became a lizard or something. <laughs> you dist- you, you've, you've uncovered her. Um, Tongue flickering. Uh, what you know? Uh, so that is an am- amazing story. But you told me another, uh, and and you don't have to get into it. Go but, ahead. Uh, did you have a cousin that uh, killed a man with a chisel? <laughs> <laughs> no, he never. He never uh, committed murder with a chisel, but he was very good with a chisel. Yes, good with a chisel. He was always very good with a chisel. That's yes, and and <laughs> it, it and he might necessarily 
not have been good with a chisel, mm. but he was good with a turn of phrase because <laughs> isn't that because I, I believe I just love that phrase. He goes, well, no, that was your turn. Right? <laughs> My cousin's good with a chisel. <laughs> well, yes. it inspired a piece of artwork, which I still have, by the way. Yes. Um, it was a, you know, a lovely, lovely, lovely uh, parting gift from uh, from New York. I cherish it. Um, but it was uh, it, now it's it's coming back to me, and and it shouldn't be me telling it. It's about us being dumb kids in in life, destructive, right? destructive kids, destructive yep. teens. Because really, just that's it, it's the truth of it. Yep. I, I don't, maybe not for all kids, but you know, we just used to do stupid, like stupid shit that was just like unexplainable, just, right? Unexplainable, yeah. just because I guess we're pent up with with. Uh, feelings and things we don't understand so yep. we just like i'm gonna break this saint <laughs> <laughs> the louder and uh uh you know into more pieces the thing would shatter right the more satisfying it was right um but you did it to an old man's home um <laughs> yeah Maybe yeah not. i guess that's i guess that's right <laughs> um we were well we were living in in the home at the time uh and uh <laughs> We were living, it was a two-family, and there was a basement. How old were you? Um, I was probably 11 or 12. Sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. And the basement was filled with the belongings of our landlord's parents. Mm -hmm. um, they had decided to store their items there, as they had a right to do, because it's, after all, their home. And items they worked a, a lifelong, they toiled in the in the uh in the little pits of textiles for these were the earnings of a lifetime probably a lot of wicker there was a tremendous amount of wicker um ornamental spoons those ridiculous like giant spoons made of wood that people would hang in there oh like the big spoon that hung next to the big fork <laughs> yes Yes. Yeah. It was a uh, it was a time of uh, destructive uh, um, impulses, mm -hmm. and uh, my cousin Ron was right there to uh, yes, yeah, foster there you it. Go. Yeah. Ron. Um. Yeah. It, um. It, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think we were. I think we were walking along uh, uh, Steinway Ron. Steinway uh, Street. Yeah. When yeah. In, in New York, when this uh, story came out. Yes. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It's amazing. We each had our kind of like destructive tales. And uh, yeah, during a period of like three or four weeks, it might have been longer. That period of time is really hazy. Sure. Really hazy. Of course, yeah. Um, we just destroyed the contents of a basement and the earnings of, you know, a couple who had long since passed. It was, it was I mean, I, I can, I, it just sounds like an 11 year old thing. Like, like, what do you want to do today? You want to go break their shit? Just destroyed it. Sure. The wicker was shattered into, you know, matchsticks. And as the uh, uh, consequence processes aren't quite there yet, it takes about four weeks until you're like seeing everything shattered. You just go, this will come back to bite us. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had that kind of realization, Hans. I wish. Right. Because we simply left the bodies in the basement. And walked away from them. We didn't even consider. <laughs> Job well done. <laughs> Never at a point did we ever consider that. Mm, hmm. We've just destroyed. Lord knows how much uh, in terms of uh, personal property and that did not belong to us. Never occurred to us that we could be be held accountable for right. our actions. And how did that? Uh conclude i because you got busted right? oh yeah 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 we uh <laughs> i answered the door <laughs> oh god that's so funny <laughs> just to see i'm assuming to see the face of doom on yeah the other side. yeah uh I'll, I'll just uh, uh this is the image uh our landlord charlie holding the giant screwdriver we used to break the lock oh, yes. on the refrigerator that was, for some reason, still working. Mm. And I slammed the door in his face and ran upstairs. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. go away. Uh, so that was the terror. Um, that was the terror. Um, 
and uh yeah i i think uh i don't really know what happened i was like <laughs> you know too out of it to remember but we probably lost our security deposit i don't know what else oh, happened yeah. but yeah <laughs> that kiss that one goodbye now where does the chisel come into play well <laughs> cousin ron cousin, that's right cousin ron. the sequel to captain ron <laughs> He uh, well, he was uh, he was into carving, uh, yes. into carving and uh, creating his own weapons, clubs. Yes. Yeah. Um. And so he would uh, he would just we would cut down uh trees. We would fell trees. <laughs> sure. <laughs> In his backyard and uh, uh choose limbs mm-hmm. to spin and uh, carve uh, carve handles into them. Uh, they would be heavily lacquered after sure. that point. And uh, used to destroy items. I just love that you had these beautiful lacquered handles, and and for the <laughs> implement part, it's probably just like I don't know, razor blades. <laughs> just shove them in the end. <laughs> this is a, the most horrifying image. Just this beautiful handle scabbard, and then just some razor blades and a nail on the end of it. Like, holy shit, this guy means business. It's. I mean. I wouldn't have put it past us. I mean, but yeah, we were just like destructive, destructive, mm-hmm. you know, preteens. Chislers. Chislers. <laughs> and uh, just uh, j- just to put it out there, uh, your artwork um, um, was uh, uh, inspired by, I think, the uh, the phrase, my cousin Ron was always good with a chisel. Oh, yeah. Um and uh, the centerpiece of the uh, the artwork is uh, are two hands <laughs> sharpening a chisel, which is uh, let's call it assemblage. Because I found that Ooh. image. What is that? Ooh. Assemblage the or art, assemblage. The artist. The artist. <laughs> get it? I get it. I get it. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, that was our youth, Hans. That was yeah. that was my youth. That's good. Uh, it was uh, a very uh, strange time. Very, very strange. Um, do you think kids? Uh, when, when do you think uh, consequences factor into uh, the decision making of people? We all have that door that you described. That knock at the door <laughs> that opens. Just go. Oh, like I I remember one time for no reason. Oh, I hadn't thought about this in a long time. I was with my buddy. This is like such a metaphor for being a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, you know, I was probably 10 as well. And me and my buddy Ryan were walking down first street. And to my left, I see a flower garden with beautiful tulips in it. Mm, So I just walk over and I just go, "Eh, eh," just break these tulips and then look up. And here's my metaphorical knock at the door to just see the most heinous looking woman who probably worked hard in this beautiful tulip garden, just staring down at me. Oh my God. I go, okay. <laughs> just like you, I shut the door, metaphorical door and walk away. And I just walk away to, uh, this was a family. I went, she had a son that was in my grade and he like ran down. He was like the fastest, the, the fastest kid in the grade. For some reason, the, the, the the poorest kid in school is always the fastest kid. I guess there's a correlation there. Probably you gotta but, run. Um, gotta run away. Yeah, right. Uh, anyways, he chased me down like a goddamn lightning bolt and was like, <laughs> "My mom wants to see you." Oh no! And this is another metaphor for like just uh, my never like stepping up. I was just like, "Oh, I'll never see her. I'll <laughs> never confront your mother." He's like, "No, she just wants to see you and talk about." stuff i go no i'll never walk on your block again i don't think i ever did i never went to that part of town again but like yeah that that's when consequences when you just do something stupid and you get that that everybody gets that one type of knock on the door and you just go oh yeah i should think before i destroy a flower garden like a goddamn like yeah like a sack of garbage in a in a pair of pair of chuck taylors <laughs> i mean it's i mean what we did as kids i mean definitely amounts to villainous behavior yeah um you know wanton destruction of another's prized possessions um 
And I don't know that it's uh, calculated that we do these things or we did these things, you and I or whoever else, um, because they're special to other people. <laughs> right. Know, just, I think it's just testing boundaries or reality. Like what? Mm. Yeah. How far can I push until? Right. Knock, right. Knock, knock. Well, let me ask you something. Are... And that's probably not true. There's probably people out there like, you do that shit as a kid. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, but you know what? No, 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 not everyone had these experiences. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Are the criminals in life the true criminals, the adult criminals, those who, after destroying the tulips or after destroying the basements, um, they go and, and do it again? No, and again. they're the ones who we're talking about who repressed their destruction until now. And now the tulip is our pension. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> Interesting. So they weren't allowed to get that out of their system, so to yeah, speak. They were in prep school. Yeah, that's true. Touching each other's buttholes. Right. But don't you think that's a form of, you know, release? <laughs> but, I guess the, so. the, the buggery? Boop. <laughs> tittle. Tittle, tittle. And, and, uh,. On that note, yeah, yeah. On that note, cheers, Pete. Well, salute, Hans. You know how we close it up? Sure. Um, uh, remind me. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. America, talking America. God done shed his grace on thee, and crown thy good within brotherhood. The whole sky was lit up that night, 4th of July. Sandlot on the brain, baby, you know why, because it's summertime. And because it's summertime, I'm doing a stock promo. And does that make me feel cheap? It does not. And do you know why? Because it's self-love. Just want to let you know that even though I'm not here with a personalized end capper, that doesn't mean coldy. Always a coldy. That doesn't mean I love you any less. That doesn't mean I don't uh, bow to anyone that gives us a sweet ratey review. It just means that it's summer, and I want to remind you about the Facebook page, to remind you to join the community, to remind you that we hashtag not sponsored is a new podcast. Could have said that better. To remind you that Have a Good Night Court is not defunct. It is in a state of reimagination. Uh, and so many amazing things to come. And that was an amazing episode. It was one of the most fun episodes I've we've recorded in a long time. And I know I said this was stock. I am talking about the specific episode we're on. But next episode, I'm also talking about that episode. The one after that, we haven't recorded. So if that one's not good, then this doesn't make sense. But it will be. I think that's it. America, God done shed his grace on thee. And I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it now when i wait a minute here's a cold tag ladies and gentlemen the mayor of new york city rudolph giuliani now i've been sitting here looking in the federal code trying to find collusion as a crime <laughs> it's not collusion is not a crime i'm not even know if that's a crime colluding about russians okay <laughs> you start you start analyzing the crime the hacking is the crime Eleven.